Welcome to Supporting the Spectrum, the Thompson Center's podcast series on all things autism. We aim to bring you the most up-to-date information on autism research, services, and supports. I'm Gina Randolph, faculty in the Special Education Department at the University of Missouri and part of the Training and Education Division at the Thompson Center. Here with me today to share about the Thompson Center's Severe Behavior Clinic is Dr. Jennifer Wayman. Dr. Wayman is a board-certified behavior analyst and a licensed behavior analyst and faculty in the Special Education Department here at the Thompson Center at the University of Missouri. Dr. Wayman, thank you for being here with us today. And thank you for having me here. So to start us off, can you tell us a little bit about the Severe Behavior Clinic, what it is, and what you do there? Absolutely. So our Severe Behavior Clinic is for children with autism who engage in severe problem behaviors such as aggression, self-injury, property destruction. And our goal is to assess the problem behavior, determine why it's happening, and then develop a treatment for that problem behavior. Usually this process takes anywhere between six months to one year. Are there others that work with you in the clinic? We have multiple board-certified behavior analysts. All of them have at least a master's level education in behavior analysis, and they have training in the assessment and treatment of problem behavior. So what types of behaviors do you see in the clinic? We see a wide variety of behavior. We treat aggression, such as hitting, kicking, biting, throwing objects at people. We also see self-injury, hitting yourself, biting yourself, scratching yourself. We also treat property destruction, breaking things, throwing things. Really, we treat a variety of behaviors, you name it, and we can let you know if we serve that topography of behavior. So it's not really tied into a specific behavior, but what is the age range that you see? So in the Severe Behavior Clinic, we serve kids from 5 to 21. Can you walk us through what a family can expect from intake through treatment to the end of the treatment? So when you are trying to receive services through the Thompson Center, you're going to go through an initial consult where a board-certified behavior analyst is going to interview you and help decide which clinic you should be a part of. We have several clinics here at the Thompson Center. The Severe Behavior Clinic is just one of them. If you do have severe problem behavior, such as aggression, self-injury, property destruction, you will probably be referred to our severe behavior clinic. Once you are put on that waiting list for that clinic and you actually start services, you are going to be interviewed by a board certified behavior analyst. We're gonna ask you questions like, what is the problem behavior your child's engaging in? What does it look like? And why do you think your child's engaging in problem behavior? From there, we move forward to actually in-person assessments. First, we usually watch the child with their parent and see how you interact with your child. From there, we move on and we actually conduct assessments to determine why someone's engaging in problem behavior. The specific assessment we use is called a functional analysis. The functional analysis is an assessment tool in which we isolate specific situations and determine under which situations a child is more likely to engage in problem behavior. For example, maybe an individual engages in problem behavior to gain access to attention, or maybe they engage in problem behavior to get escape or a break from demands or tasks, or possibly someone engages in problem behavior to gain access to preferred items. One of the final things we assess is if the behavior itself produces some sensory consequences that 
the individual enjoys and that may be the reason why they engage in problem behavior. Once we complete this functional analysis and determine the function of behavior, in other words, the reason why someone engages in problem behavior, we move on to the development of the treatment. And our goal is to develop a treatment that matches the function of the problem behavior. Once we develop that treatment and throughout that process, we are not only going to work with your child and make sure the treatment's effective, but we are going to train parents in the treatment so you are able to conduct that treatment at home. That is such a comprehensive process that you go through. I I do have a question about that. Um, You said in there that you want to make sure that in the treatment plan that you develop, you're making sure that treatment matches the function of the behavior. Can you give parents just a brief example of what you mean by that? Absolutely. So if in our functional analysis, we determine that an individual engages in problem behavior to gain access to preferred items. Maybe they engage in problem behavior to gain access to their iPad. And the goal is after we identify why that individual is engaging in problem behavior, we teach them an alternative behavior to gain access to that specific reinforcer or item. So maybe we teach them a communication response. Maybe they hand over a picture card and that picture card results in them gaining access to the iPad, or if it's possible, we'll teach them a vocal response, teaching them to ask for an iPad. From there, usually we teach them when and when they cannot have the iPad. So it's not enough to just teach them to ask for it, we have to teach them when it is available and when it is not available. You make such a good point there um, of having to have that kind of long-term plan in mind because I, I do think when families are faced with challenging behavior, you know, the goal, the ultimate want is just, oh my gosh, please, please let's have this behavior go away, make the behavior stop, but not necessarily, you know, seeing that mid-step need of in order for the behavior to go away, we've got to make sure that they can access whatever they need at that moment, and then we can kind of build in those next steps of the plan to start to shore it up and and to get everybody to the place where they need to be where behavior's not happening all the time and there's some functional communication in place for that and so again i just really appreciate that long-term plan scope that you guys are putting in place so for caregivers who are interested can you just share a little bit about how referrals are made to the severe behavior clinic do children have to be patients of the thompson center in order to be seen at the clinic great question So you do not have to be a current client of the Thompson Center in order to receive services. What you should do if you want to receive services in our clinic is you should go to the Thompson Center website, go under services and press and click make an appointment. Under make an appointment, you are gonna either provide a self-referral where you're going to refer your child to our clinic or you can have a provider provide a referral to enter our clinic. From there, that information gets sent to us What we do next is we send you a pamphlet with additional questions to ask about your child's problem behavior. And from there, we schedule an initial consult. Great. And then that loops you right back into that explanation you gave of what can be expected once you're into the clinic service. So just one final question here today before we wrap up. For caregivers who are out there who who are kind of struggling to work through their child's behavior, what advice do you have for them? What are their first steps? My advice is to contact a board-certified behavior analyst. Either contact a clinic that uses behavior analysis to assess and treat problem behavior and get on their waiting list and talk to them to determine what the next best steps should be. 
Thank you so much, Dr. Wayman, for giving us more information on the clinic today. Again, if you're, you're listening and you're interested in the clinic, you can make your referrals through the Thompson Center website. If you have more information, also um, go through that website portal and you'll be connected with someone who can answer more specific questions. Thank you so much. Thank you. Before we wrap up today, we did want to let you know that registration for our 16th Annual Autism Conference is live. This year, the conference will be held on October 14th and 15th in St. Louis, Missouri. We have some world-class speakers who will be sharing the latest research and best practice methods on a variety of topics, including new trends in early intervention, diversity and inclusion, genome sequencing, ethical decision-making, and so much more. The conference is geared to clinical providers, educators, and applied behavior analysts. There's also a parent-focused conference day, too. Though we're scheduled to meet in person, and we're excited to see everyone there, the health and safety of all attendees and speakers is our number one priority. Should the situation with COVID not improve or get worse, the conference will be moved online. For more information about the conference, including how to register, go to tcautismconf.com. That's T-C-A-U-T-I-S-M-C-O-N-F.com. We would also like to invite you to join us for the Thompson Foundation's 2021 Amaze Virtual Gala and Auction. This will be held on November 4th at 7 p.m. The travel raffle is already open, and the virtual auction will open on October 25th. Our goal is to raise over $300,000 to support critical education, clinical services, and research at the Thompson Center. Register now at amaze.givesmart.com. 